Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 11. Now, Chris, we're back into the drama. We're loving a bit of drama, aren't we? I said in week two, that's when things really start to come to the boil. Um, and where do you want to start today? Well... I saw, we sort of get the hangover from Sharon, Dave. You know, the, the conversation with the girls. And yeah. I've got to call out Aaron slightly and say, I get it about he doesn't want to waste his time. But I do think it's a little bit unfair about the wife and kids and fucking buying a mortgage conversation to get out of that relationship. Yeah. I know we talked about it yesterday, but I still, when she, the more she says it, the more I'm sort of siding with Sharon going like, well, he's right. He doesn't want to waste his time with somebody. but give the girl a chance at least. So I just think he's a cop-out from Aaron. And and, he, and like you said yesterday, his head has been turned completely by Lucinda, definitely, and Millie. I think there's nothing wrong. If he's not feeling it, he's not feeling it. I, I actually think it's okay to just say, look, I think we're done. But I agree, the, the excuses he's put out there don't make sense. So she's going to agonize about that now. She's going to be thinking about that feedback and thinking, oh, fucking hell, have I been laying it on too thick, you know, about maybe I should be having kids or something like that. You know, she she's going to be internalizing some of the things that he said, which, you know, she doesn't need to because it's bollocks because his head's been turned. And, you know, but, but to be fair, I think Hennessy uh, pointed out, didn't he, that you know, he was talking about some of these doubts before the girls came in. So it's not just about the girls. I just think the girls had sped things up. We we said when he had that whole conversation about, you know, she's not into kids and blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know, we, we can't really figure out, did she actually, what did she actually say? Did she say she doesn't want kids or she doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom? Or I, I'm not actually sure what she said. But again, guys, you've been dating for a fucking day, so it's a, it's a bit early to <laughs> stick her in the bin, uh, you know, for that reason. So, yeah, it's just, she's trying to, she comes across a bit arsy at times because she's, she doesn't want anyone to see that, you know, she is a bit vulnerable. She's actually a human being. She's trying to just put up this steel fence. Um, so, yeah, what was interesting, though, Chris, when some of the other drama was unfolding later on in the episode, it, it was they were just having a chat on the side, and we didn't get to see any of that chat. Yeah, But I think weird. it was Rachel who went over, and, you know, they, they seemed quite happily chatting away there. Yeah, so I don't know if that's properly in the bin yet. No, and, and you know what? Sam said that. She went, How, why are they together when we've had this whole dialogue of, you know, they're not speaking and blah, blah, blah. Even Aaron was like, oh, she's coming over one later on in the episode mm. when he was in the bed and stuff. So it didn't make sense that unless we're going to get that in, you'll probably see that maybe on tomorrow's show. But you're right. It's only mm. right. It, it did seem a bit strange. But what else did you spot at the start of this one then, Dave? Because there was all sorts going on for me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we. I, I don't think I spotted anything from the the night 
I think, you know, nothing new that we hadn't seen before. It's just more about, you know, the day after when we get into that. Chloe, from seemingly nowhere, suddenly decides, ah, she quite likes a bit of Toby. (laughs) (laughs) So pulls him for a chat. Um, And, and, you know, she's being very flirty. She's laughing at his jokes. You know, nothing makes a guy's cock grow bigger when she's laughing at your jokes. (laughs) 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 it doesn't really, but, uh, you know, so yeah, this seems to come from nowhere. And then, you know, we get the challenge, obviously she's not had a conversation with, you know, Kaz or Toby or anything, and then absolutely sticks it on Toby and, and Toby and Kaz, I was saying previously, were probably the only couple that looked like they had the foundations, but no one, no other girl has shown any interest in Toby at all up until now and then that's it he's off <laughs> and and you know what it's completely <laughs> it's gone. he's gone on it it's gone completely <laughs> you're so right because we, obviously casadori she started the whole thing off she puts him in jail they're in this little like you know comic book sort of a jail cell and then i was expecting it i wasn't i know we got the dialogue and a bit of flirting up but i was thinking no she's not going to put it on him she's going to go with hugo because that's who she's currently partnered up with. But no, you're right, Dave, you're all sexy, proper kiss. The one thing I'd say, though, Dave, and I know it's to do with the same thing, is a bit later on, Kaz is talking to Chloe, and I was pissing myself, because she's calling her a snake. But she said, well, you could have kissed him on his neck, his shoulder, his arm, his knee. No, I'm like, no, the yeah, first obviously one the, was his hand. His like, hand, yeah. Come this way, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> is, is, you think fucking Pride and Prejudice or something? I know. Kiss him on the fucking hand. It's Love Island. Get over yourself. Oh, Dave, honestly, when she said that and she said, kiss him on the shoulder, because that's obviously (laughs) something that everybody does. It's an erogenous zone on your body, your fucking shoulder. I mean, I was like, come on, Kaz. I'm not saying that you're not wrong what to to call Chloe out. That's the name of the show. And what Chloe said, I think, was right. This is the show. But Kaz was also like, you never spoke to me. You just put it on him. But... You read the room, don't you, Dave? You can see that she's pulled him and sat in a sun lounge with him for most of the day. You know what's coming. It's it, This is Love Island 101. And the fact that Chloe's moved because these two new girls have come in, it's no coincidence. And this, this shows her as a complete game player. However, it is a game show about love, Dave. As you always say, exactly. as you always say, it's not Friend Island, it's Love Island people. Yeah, and, and the thing is, Chris, we expect a bit of game playing. This is not season one where no one knows what the rules are. No one's seen what happens before. I don't see that there's a massive problem with what Chloe's done. Okay, she could have gone over and pulled Kaz for a chat, you know, if they were really chummy and pally and stuff. Said, you know, like, actually, I kind of want to get to know Toby a little bit more. She could have done that, maybe. But I don't see a lot of what she's done is wrong. But this is where, you know, there's going to be different camps, isn't there? There's going to be people buckling down and completely in the Kaz, Faye and Sharon camp, you know, because that is the the mean girls group that's forming. And they're going to be like, oh, Chloe is an absolute snake. What she has done is the worst thing, you know? And, And it's just like, come on, it is fucking Love Island, right? I don't, know if she's actually into toby at all but she's quite vulnerable at the moment because she's in this kind of friend couple with uh hugo so she could you know she could stick it out with hugo 
probably survive a few, a, a couple more recouplings. But what if what if girl comes in and actually takes a shine to Hugo? And don't forget that Lucinda was making noises that Hugo was actually, you know, she was kind of liking Hugo. Kind of thinks she's been watching the show and realizes how popular he is retrospectively. I'm, I'm thinking that's what she's done. So Chloe's possibly thinking, I could be fucked here. So if Lucinda picks Hugo, that's it. That's me out. So I need to make a move for someone. She's made a move. Fucking good luck to her. Hey, it happens. It happens on it, Dave. I, I must admit, in this game, me and Sam were laughing. I don't know if you were, Dave, but, you know, Faye, and we'll get on to Faye later, but she did drop in a, a really funny line, which we were, we laughed out loud, was when she was copying a feel of Liam. And then she's like, oh, I got his fucking cucumber. Over his but, you know, I had a proper feeling. It was a bit disappointed there wasn't much else there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was, just the way she said it was really cutting for Faye. But other than that, Dave, she gets no fucking pussies uh, for me in this episode. I must well, she's trying to be, she's trying to be Moira, isn't she? I think, yeah. you know, yeah. I, and I think she does come out with the occasional funny line like that that is intended as a put down you know no question about it but it does it is actually funny as well whereas 90 percent of the time it's just a nasty put down yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so, you know, you're right we'll, we'll call it out fair play if it if it is in that 10 percent yeah it was it was quite funny but you're right and obviously i tell you what Dave, i did think rachel had fucking smashed her nose or something when she fell down the slide and went flying forward, I, you know, because they did they, quite clever on the advert. They made it look like she'd cracked her face and everyone turned around. But luckily, she I think she caught over. She was okay. But I honestly thought there was going to be blood everywhere. You know what? And at that point, I was thinking, oh, fuck me. She's just having the worst time of it in here out of everyone, even Hugo. Because, like, you've got fucking Dirty Dick, Dirk Diggler there. Fucking Brad. Right? <laughs> got no interest in Rachel whatsoever. It's so fucking obvious to everyone around. He's only got eyes for Lucinda. He told uh, Rachel all the things she wanted to hear. She was worried about that when she was making a decision and she just parked on the sidelines and then she fucking face plants the railing. It's like, oh, fucking hell, things can't get much worse. So I, at this point in the episode, when that challenge was going on and she did that, I was feeling really bad for Rachel. Yeah, it's funny, you know, because I did, because I thought she had a few blows. But later on when we were watching it, Sam just said to me, she went, is someone all right without Rachel? I think she's a raging psycho. And we were laughing. I was like, she do you? She said, she, she said, she went, I don't know. There's just something off about her. And I said, it might. I don't know. We, I mean, we never discussed it any further. I just, I just thought I'm going to write that down as a note, Dave. That's a great, <laughs> uh, well, you know. I don't know. I don't think, for me, she hasn't displayed any traits of a raging psycho. <laughs> but I don't, I didn't appreciate. So when, We've had all this drama, Chloe, 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 yeah, Chloe, <laughs> and Ray, uh, Chloe and Kaz. Chloe, had, yeah. <laughs> we need someone called Gareth or something, you know, to validate my Chloe. Um, you know, Gareth, Gareth to couple up with Chloe, Chloe. So when Chloe and Kaz had had the chat. And we've gone through that nonsense. She could have kissed him on the hand. Yes, it's, again, it's not fucking pride and prejudice. Then Chloe's talking to Lucinda and um, Millie. 
you know, and Rachel sat with them. And then she she gets up and she's like, oh, I'm going to pretend that I didn't hear that. I, I don't know if I had blanked out, zoned out for a minute. I didn't actually hear what exactly what Chloe said, but it was obviously it was going to be about Toby. So, you know, Rachel gets up and then she goes over and like literally walks right over to, to uh, Faye and sits down and is like, oh, let's pretend like we're talking about something else. But. I was thinking, well, this could be an editing thing. This could be like half an hour after or something. But but Chloe actually says she's just gone out right over there to tell <laughs> what's going on. I thought that was bang out of order from Rachel, to be honest. I thought, yeah. or at least be a bit more stealth about it, you know? <laughs> Don't uh, literally yeah. walk right over to Faye and then initiate all the fucking fireworks because mouth all fucking mighty strikes out then, doesn't she? You know, she's like, fucking shut the fuck up sort of thing, you know? Everyone in here talks about everyone else. It's like, again, we all know that. I don't think you're supposed to say that. <laughs> no, but, but you're right. You, you see the camera pan and she just walks and it's like, wow, you have no fucking tact at all. I agree, Dave. I thought it was well out of order. Yeah, but like I say, just... Because <laughs> I was just thinking, like, is it that it was out of order or it was just so fucking blatant? You are over there with your massive shit-stirring spoon. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're going to stir the shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or at, at least... At least if she'd have given a bit of time, maybe she'd had a wander around the villa, had a chat to someone else, and then confided in Faye. She'd have delivered the same message, but maybe it wouldn't have been as obvious. I, I don't know. Is that is that better? It, it feels like in my head it would be better, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But what about Faye, Dave, again? You know, nasty. It's, it's she, she's Anna fit. from season yeah, five. Yeah, she is. She's a nasty bitch. But I did, I was laughing at fucking Chloe when she went, I heard my name. I heard my name. I heard my name. And she kept getting higher and higher when they were having this fucking argument. And I'm, I'm like, I mean, look, I have no horse in either of these two's race. I must admit, I do think Chloe was a little bit hard done to. And Faye, oh, she's just wicked, Dave. She she can't. This what she's like, well, you know, she goes, you heard my name. And she kept saying it. She's like, I'm talking. It's like, it's like, no, she, Fucking Rachel's come over just to stir the, as you said, stir the shit. You're getting involved. It's not even about you. It's about Kaz. If it was about Faye, then Faye is quite rightly, good or bad, can go back to him and be like, what are you fucking saying? Let's, you know, let's have it out or call her a bitch or whatever. But it was about Kaz. So that's just like, that. again, you're creating a divide in the, I mean, I could see from Rachel's point of view, maybe she's thinking, well, these are my friends. I'm not being involved mm. in a conversation. Because, you know, later on down the line, sometimes they do reveal what people have said, don't they, in them games where there'll be like mm. a, a water dunking game and it's like, who said this girl yeah, is yeah. false and fucking Hugo takes a dunk? So maybe it was that. Maybe she's proper aware of what Love Island's about. But I agree. I've just thought it was just a nonsense, the whole thing. The thing is, Faye sees Chloe as a rival. As far as yes. she's concerned, they look the same, apparently. Um, you know, Faye's words, not mine. So, you know, she's fucking hated Chloe from the second she's walked into the villa and she's finally had a go. She's finally got a reason to like throw off the shackles and fucking launch at her. You know, he's got all this inbuilt rage. <laughs> and I tell you what, what fucking puts me off Faye even more, Chris, you know, back in the day, I, I would say like early twenties, 
and I was living in Altrincham at that time. And you still like to go out to the pub and, you know, have a few drinks, socialize and whatever. It, it put me off more and more going out. Fucking very often there's trouble. And very often behind all great fights, Chris, all great scuffles in the pub is a fucking fae, right? Yeah. And she just reminds me of that. Like people, gobby fucking people in the pub, like fucking initiating all this conflict and like fucking ends up with a fight breaking out or something. And so, yeah, I tell you what though, Chris, again, said it before, say it again. Fucking loved it. Oh, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. What one thing do you want to talk about though, Dave? And I want your honest opinion on this. Um, is I thought the considering what had happened with Hugo and the girls having a pop at him, Sharon and, and um Faye and being really disgusted with him. I've got I've got no problem whether you agree with that or not. I think Hugo was fine. It was completely taken out of context. I've not seen many people supporting the girls, but Bit of a, not hypocritical, but I'm thinking, why didn't one of just pick Hugo? All right, it should probably fall for Chloe. She's the one with him. She's making a move on Toby. So so you could sort of blame it on Chloe, but I didn't half feel sorry for him, Dave. And he even said it, didn't he, like, humiliating. The poor guy stood outside the jail, and it was like, that's just fucking bad. You know what I mean? Everyone's in there for themselves. So I don't think there's anything wrong with none of the girls picking him. It's just fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's basically, he has to do the walk of shame almost, doesn't he? Because he's over there and all the, all the guys who've been picked, some of them multiple times are in the prison. And then he just has to painfully fucking walk over there. And he's just resting up against the, uh, uh, like the, the mock jail, isn't he? As if it's like, yeah, I'm being casual here. I'm not bothered by this at all. Uh, I, you know, it was fucking humiliating. And, yeah. you know, Terence on Twitter's pointed out, he's called this and you've said it as well. He's now officially Dr. Alex. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, and, and again, I think I'd said, I'd, I think Lucinda will pick Brad when it comes down to it. Um, and I do think she was making goo-goo eyes at Hugo because she's got that perspective of what the outside world thinks of Hugo going in there. That's why she was, you know, putting across like she's really into him. Oh, you're so intelligent and whatever, you know, intelligence is a really high priority for PE teachers, Chris. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I did feel pretty bad for him, but uh, a little bit of me laughed as well. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Dave. As we get towards the end of it, you know, I give Liberty credit. She pulled Jake because he'd had a conversation with Millie and he was flirting. You know, Liberty had sort of walked past a couple of times. I think she was with Kaz, chatting to her and that, like saying, "You know, he's got to get. You know, I've got to get used to this. He's going to be with someone." She was dead open about the way she said there's a kissing ban on and that because he has he has played her. He, he, he sort of, he knows she's probably not going to get with another guy. So he knows that he's got her to fall back on while he still explores it. It's classic Love Island, Dave. I'm not saying that's right or wrong because we take it far too seriously. These relationships <laughs> get far too invested. And then when it fucking show finishes, they're not even together. So I'd be very surprised if anybody of the current crop are even in a, a real relationship, not an OK Magazine deal fucking relationship for a couple of months till the money falls off. So yeah. I, I agree with that. but. Dave, how obvious was this with Chloe and Toby? 
There is a chemistry there. You've talked about Liberty and Jake, so let let me respond to that. I really like Liberty. Like, everything about her. She seems so down to earth. She's got a cracking wit to her. Um, (laughs) And the fact... (laughs) You thought I was going to say something else then, didn't you? Yeah. So, So I like the fact that she's pulled him and basically said, look, you've told me this. I've had a bit of a think about it and stuff. I've, I'm just giving you 110%. But if you're not going to give me the same the other way, then I'll explore my options as well. Fucking great stuff. Great play. Now, Jake's made out as if like, you know, yeah, kind of said that, but, you know, there's nothing there. There's nothing there with anyone else. I, I need to be tested. Don't think you do. He didn't come out of a birthing pod, Chris. You know, it's like <laughs> crack it open. And then this new being, Jake, walks into the villa straight away, you know, and he's a, he's experiencing life for the first time. You don't fucking have to be tested. You're either in or you're not. Um, so I like the fact that she's, uh, you know, laid her cards on the table there. I actually think that Jake is still playing the game, though. Yes. He was getting nowhere with Millie when he was speaking to her. I don't think he's quite got the confidence in himself. He he can see how Brad and Lucinda are. So I don't think he's even going to chance it with Lucinda. So I just think it's a case of, okay, there is type, but actually she knows that, you know, he can see, he's got eyes. He can see that Millie and uh, Liam have got this chemistry and that's who her eyes are on. So I still think he's he's playing the safe game. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. He's done that the whole time, Dave. Oh, it'd be lovely if she did explore it with someone else just to see how he reacts. You might give him a kick up the arse. I want someone to come in there and make a beeline for Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> and make fucking Jake sweat. <laughs> yeah. He is cocksure of himself, isn't he? That's the thing. Yeah, really and, and he, he is a bit gaslightery, isn't he? Just yeah. in, in the things like, you know, when Liberty's calling him out and stuff, it's like, no, that's, that's, not, that's not how it happened. Um, but Chris, sorry, I cut across you there. What, what were you saying about Chloe and Toby? Well, you can see that there's a chemistry. They go for a chat, don't they? They're sat there at the top. Kaz is, and all the girls are aware that they've gone up there. And this, But you can see the body language. Toby's opened his arms up. He's mm. like almost touching her. She's touching him. And when she puts the glass, I'd already put it in our Discord, did I? I just put incoming kiss. And the music changed and everything. And I thought, these two fuckers are going to go for it. Now, what I did laugh about, they end up kissing and then it goes off. And it's the fucking... <laughs> Tomorrow night, and it's early, and then it's like Toby's telling Kaz that he's he's gonna kiss, and it's like Toby, she saw all of it. She probably heard you fucking kissing because we've got that fucking stupid hell, fucking noise again. So I don't think you need to tell her what's happened, uh, Toby. I think she can read the room, but I am looking forward to tomorrow day because I think it's gonna kick right off. Yeah. But I mean, Toby had spoken to Kaz, but again, I don't, I don't, I don't think he'd chosen his words the best. He basically said that he was he was with Kaz and he didn't speak to any of the other girls. And now that one of the other girls has spoke to him, he's kind of, <laughs> he wants to explore that. It's like I was oh, only kind of God. with you because no one else would speak to me or showed an interest. He was a little bit shit, I think. Yeah, because. He said she took it too well. But to be fair to uh, Kaz, she just laid it out. So you want to get to know Chloe, 
Right. Okay. You know, because he, he was just skating around the houses, wasn't he? It was, it was good <laughs> the way she did it, to be fair. I thought it was really good. <laughs> what? But Aaron was the same. Like, us blokes, we're, we're not great, are we? So if, you know, if things go off and you have a shouting match, it's like, oh, she didn't take it that well. If it's like, mm, yeah, okay, so you want to do this, this, and this? Okay, that's fine. And then the lady walks off. It's like, ah, I think it went, I think it went quite well, that. Yeah. <laughs> <And> meanwhile, <laughs> she goes off with this impotent, seething rage to basically slate you to the first person that she comes across. And so yeah, I think it's a brilliant sort of bloke trait that, that we just don't quite pick up. It's easier to see when you're on the outside, but I think that is something we, we all generally suck at. Yeah, I think so. He said, we're, basically, we're all fucking soft asses, aren't we, Dave? Don't like the <laughs> confrontation. <laughs> now, Dave, we have had an email, my friend, which from nice. uh, Kristen Ducks. She did say she was going to send us I a pen to paper, but we're not in the 1970s, so sorry <laughs> about that, Kristen. So she's just brought up one word, dedication. Hello, Chris and Dave. Long email incoming. I don't know why I didn't get used to read this one, Dave. Uh, it's a cracker, by the way. I've got such a thrill the other day when you read out my tweet that I thought I'd better try and send you an email so we can get better acquainted. It was only a few weeks ago that I remember that my favourite reality show was back on, Love Island UK, and I am now back under the grueling schedule that is watching the daily episodes. I've enjoyed listening to you guys for a while now. Not every series, I admit. That's disgraceful, Kristen, as well. You need to get our back catalogue. Because of your hilarious, unfiltered and honest take on these shows, Chris is the funniest of the two of you, and I like the way that he brings Dave along. No, she doesn't say any of that. Now I have also <laughs> caught up with the new season of The Bachelorette USA. and must say that Casey's great, but the show is consistently so overproduced and fake. I feel like the emotional toll of dealing with each guy's problems and baggage will be exhausting. No wonder each season... And each season, the lead reaches breaking point, and cracks under pressure, which produces love. The season, this season of Love Island is getting better each day, but I'm so disappointed by the shallow men whose eyes wander with no hesitation. If you're going to be a dick, you can just be hot. You can't just be hot. You need to be hot and have at least some good chat looking at you, Brad and Liam. So you're not wrong. Yep. <laughs> Hugo should try and be more flirty to begin with before whipping out the lovey dovey shite because you know all the other guys are flirting their little hearts out with Millie and Lucinda. Now, I've just decided to take the plunge and get into Love Island USA for the first time. The new cast seems so more confident and open and willing for a relationship. It's going to be amazing. I can see hearts breaking all over the place. The cast also don't seem as focused on looking bad for Instagram followers, but we will see. Luckily, luckily for me or not, my city, Sydney, and it's a, I've been to Sydney, it's a lovely place, has been put under some strict lockdown uh, Delta strain rules. It's the middle of the winter and it looks like we won't be getting getting out for a while. So it's a perfect time to bunker in and watch some trash. Thanks again for the last Kristen. So thank you, Kristen. And I, I will say Sydney's amazing, Dave. What a great city. That's a great email. Yeah. It's one on my list. Uh, bucket lists are not been yet, but I definitely want to get across there at some point. Um, don't know when it is, but yeah, definitely probably more than anywhere else. Been to the U S loads, been around Europe and stuff, but uh, yeah. Need to get to to Oz and, and definitely Sydney. Brilliant, brilliant email. And uh, yeah, I, I have to constantly think it's pronounced ducks. Because <laughs> all I can think is the Frank Dukes. 
Big thanks to our patrons, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to support the show, guys, uh, we've got various tiers on there, but I want to do the roll call of honor as always. We've got we've got Ed Ross, we've got Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy Green, Haley, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kenka Starson. So thank you guys. Some great chat. And if you want to contact us on social media, guys, at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do want to get involved on our Facebook page, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, get over there and join and we'll approve you and let's get the chat talking about all this reality stuff. So a big thanks as always, Mr. Horrocks. I've enjoyed every minute of this one. It's been great. And I'm loving, you know, the the Patreon Discord chat as well. It, it's great to watch along the episode and kind of got one eye on the episode and some of the comments, some of the gifts are really funny and stuff. And and yeah, I, I just it just adds to the experience for me. Oh, it does, Dave. Really, really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, we may have an episode about Love Island US, I believe, David, won't we? We may try and sit down. We may do, may do. I mean, we said we weren't going to do this daily. Let's uh, let's figure that out. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> anyway, I will see you again, my friend. Bye now. <laughs>